My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Good morning and good afternoon and welcome to my podcast, My Love and Life Energy. And today I am having the great honor of interviewing one of my clients or former clients that I've gotten the privilege of getting to know and being in conversation with. And her name is Jenny Hayes. And my experience of Jenny is that she is the divine feminine embodied. And she is a yoga instructor and an artist. And her art and poetry take my breath away in a way that I can't even explain. So with that, Jenny, it is so an honor to have you here with me. Thank you for taking the time. Anna, thank you so much for inviting me and having me on. I am just delighted to talk to you and spend a half hour in your company in any way, shape, or form. So, oh God, that's such a compliment. <laughs> oh gosh, no, it's a compliment to be here. And um, yeah, I just so appreciate you and the uh, sessions, the work that we did together this year. It's been um, really profound, and so. Yeah, just happy to connect with you and uh, yeah, great to be here. So you have gone back into your, your life has taken a new turn. You've, you've gone back into your yoga practice and started to teach it again. Can explain more about what you're doing and what you're seeing? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, essentially I'm stepping back into what feels like my life <laughs> after uh, mm. a period of time of stepping into a different world, a different life um, for various reasons. And um, it feels incredibly good. Um, I have to say that, you know, with the fear that comes to, you know, just naturally comes with taking a new step or moving on, onto a different chapter of life, like I feel more supported and uh, in a trusting place of life, um, which I feel like is a nod to you <laughs> and our work, uh, I feel in a trusting place more than ever um, because things have really, yeah, kind of gone in a direction of just unfolding. And so I've been able to step back into teaching yoga, uh, also doing body work, massage, which I've done for a really long time and uh, have, have just been kind of popping up. Basically, I have the opportunity right now to do everything I love to do. And as you know, I'm a multi-dimensional creature and I have a lot of different things that I love to do. So um, it feels great. And uh, right now there is a really large focus on teaching yoga again, which is this, I mean, so, you know, a system of medicine and various different forms designed to unite us with divine energy. It's like, <laughs> it just um there's so many different paths and ways to know our true selves and um I'm just really deeply humbled to be kind of getting back into that um and yeah and just facilitating even a few classes a week to um yeah bring that offer that to people you know in one way or the other so it's pretty amazing what and what is it that you have loved about, I mean, you've come back into yoga and you said you just did a training and what did you discover? What did you see in this training? Um, well, so one thing that I really felt drawn to share with you and I was just kind of blown away is so I, um, I feel like I want to do just a little like 
precursor to this. So um, yeah, recently, you know, got back into teaching yoga, had an opportunity to do this training. And, um, you know, so I'm someone that actually found yoga because it helped me recover from trauma, like serious trauma in my life. And, uh, you know, getting into teaching my intention, my original intention was to work with women who specifically had been through what I had been through, right? And so, um, you know, it's been a decade of teaching in various capacities, but kind of coming back to the practice now, I really wanted to, yeah, get to that space where I could start to really move into that work. And so this training, you know, uh, manifested itself pretty quickly. It's Yoga Nidra, I rest. And um, I was, I spent the past two weekends in session with this incredible teacher, Stephanie Lopez, who's phenomenal. And so this practice has really been shown and documented to help um, people in, you know, all different types of, uh, all different walks of life with PTSD specifically. And so uh, it was very kind of quick how it all unfolded. And so um, it's rooted in Tantra, uh, which I don't know if you know anything about this. Do you, are you familiar but, with well, You know what I do, but you know what, not everybody who's going to listen, so share it. Yeah. So um my understanding of Tantra, and this is something that I've always been attracted to. So there's so many different paths, um, you know, and different lineages of yoga, but the Tantric path is very much about embodiment and um, not turning away from anything. Right. And so this has always really vibed with me because I am a, <laughs> I am a creature of the night. I am um, someone who is well acquainted with darkness, as you know, and um I wanted to, I actually pulled a little um, excerpt to read from a tantric text because I felt like you would love yeah. it, one. And uh, it's just really relevant to this conversation, I feel. So I'm gonna read it Please. to you. Yeah, so it's from the Radiant Sutras, which I've mentioned to you before. It's just, um, this is actually a poetic translation of uh, a tantric text. So it's um, embellished with really beautiful words, but essentially it's, you know, Shiva and Shakti having a conversation. So. The uh, passage I wanted to read to you is 103, and it's abandon all these attitudes of wanting to prolong pleasure and avoid suffering. Let the heart be itself and feel whatever is there. Freed from clinging and avoiding, the heart regains its poise and revels in creation. Plunging deep into its center, discover that the heart is moved by a pulse that is everywhere. Oh my God, Jenny, I just you just have to give me a second because the timing of you reading that is so profound. Oh, I know. <laughs> you, you know how I love the gene keys? Hmm. There's the 30th gene key and it's um, in the ring of uh, purification and it has to do with desire. And this weekend, I saw that I'm, I have a desire to always move away from pain and, and a desire to know God. Mm. And I realized that desire is what gets in the way of me knowing God and being in total bliss. You just described one of the kleshas, which are, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but this is a, a yogic um, concept, right? There's the koshas and the kleshas. The kleshas are our... Uh, what keeps us from God. And one of them is turning away from pain and uh, uncomfortable situations in life. And so Tantra 
is that uh, practice of turning into the pain and turning into the suffering. And um, for me in my life, it's kind of a non-negotiable, you know, it's, it, it really has come to this point where I either face my pain continuously or I, you know, cease to exist in some way, you know, and uh, I think right now, just the way the world is and so divided, it's, um, yeah, it just really rings true for me at this time um, in a lot of ways. And so I just felt called to share that with you. Um, so this practice um, that I look forward to diving into more as a teacher is, <clears throat> it's a meditation, essentially. This, we're not moving. It's not like an asana class, but it's really just um, diving into the sensations of the body, being with what is, as well as the thoughts, mm -hmm the emotions and allowing all of these things, you know, gives rise to the divine essentially. And uh, witnessing that larger aspect of ourselves that's connected to everything else, God, whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it. Yeah. No, so beautiful. So it sounds to me like what I'm hearing is, is that, cause I know when I get into pain, my mind will click on, but what you're, what you're offering is that for people to slow down mm. and get present and be with the sensations and then notice how their mind and emotions come with it. Well, so here's what's so incredible um, about this practice that I've just learned. So you have to understand this is super fresh, um, but I've see we witnessed this, like if you meditate, I know you have had this experience, right? So when we allow ourselves to dive into our pain, to allow, you know, to be with our pain, to be with our suffering, our darkness, whatever is present with us, naturally the opposite arises within us. It's just what happens, right? So if we are in the most contracted uh, place in terms of our humanness, just our little teeny tiny fearful, kind of um, place, which is just part of being human. You know, if we sit with that long enough, something else rises within us and it, it just happens, you know? And so, um, yeah, so it was really profound to kind of have that, you know, these past couple weekends just lined, you know, sort of laid out for me and witness it um, with some intention and watch it and kind of journal about it because it's just, so healing uh, on so many levels to understand that if we can really be in our deepest dis discomfort, um, you know, we can open up to the highest levels of joy and bliss. Um, yeah, yeah. So, ah, uh, just sitting what with I'm that. What I'm hearing is this. Well, what I just heard you say, which I really um, am loving, is the deeper I go into my pain and the wider that I can be with it, the depth that I can be with it. And the, is it equation of the depth that I can be with my joy and the joy and my passion and my love. Exactly. That there's an equal. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's so interesting because I've over the past two years, especially I started to pick up on this correlation, right. And even before our work together and, even before um, my work with a phenomenal woman, Vanessa Alfaro, who's been an important part of embracing my darkness over the, mm -hmm. the past couple of years, um, 
I just started to notice on those days where I really just was at the depths of, let's just say like rock bottom, like my PTSD, not being able to move for days at a time, you know, barely just in bed. And when I would finally allow myself to just be there versus resist, feel guilt, feel shame, whatever, you know, resistance was there when I just dove into it the next day, right. Or, you know, in days following, it was like these ubulant, like these moments and, um, you know, outside of the realm of any labels or mood disorders or whatever. Right. It's like, I experienced like what it is to really, yeah, just to embrace those parts. And I started to notice this correlation, like this keeps happening, right? Like, yeah, like there's something here, <laughs> you know, you know, it's so funny what I just felt, Jenny, and when we're talking, if I can share this, is that like human beings in this human form, this goes back to the three principles, in this human form, I have this wide range of emotions from just total agony and pain to complete ecstasy. Mm. And what's constant is the consciousness that I am, yes. the source of that energy. Yes. The purity that's never changing. Right. Right. The self with the capital S, you know. Ah, just taking a moment to kind of breathe into that. Definitely. Um yeah, mm. I think that oh, and yeah, feel free to go on, but I just think that um there's something about this for me that feels like the way, especially when we're living in times that feel so polarized like we are constantly faced with darkness and suffering it's just it's almost accelerated or exaggerated um and i think that turning away from it right it's um yeah that's we can try to do that but not really <laughs> you know it's just kind of <laughs> not, it's it's non-stop it just keeps coming and uh it almost feels like we're at some kind of peak of course in this very moment on the planet and um yeah i think i've been working a lot just on a personal level and um, maybe you can share with me what's new with you but really diving into my fear you know um my fear of death <laughs> but, you know because i feel like there's just been so many themes kind of present in my life it's like yeah, just really kind of meeting that edge, which by the way, that's another another one of the cliches is fear of death. It's like with us our entire lives on some level, you know? But if we can relax through this, it's like all the power of creation and the cosmos, you know, and and work with it, you know? So Well, it's interesting. Richard Rudd said that fear, human beings have fear built into their body as a survival mechanism. Yeah. And then we became afraid of our fear, fear of fear. And the biggest fear is that we will die. But what's seen is, is that, you know, this form, having watched people die and sat with them, mm. I know the form goes, because mm. I've watched it. Right. Um, I've watched my husband die. Mm. And, then, and then feeling the love that I have for him has never died. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But losing this form is the ultimate fear. It is. It is. I I feel that in some way I've been, yeah, really pondering that and thinking it's just been present 
So um, yeah, we're deep, deep in Scorpio season right now. So another layer that, um, you know, you didn't mention in the intro, but just to share, um, you know, I'm an astrologer and we're deep in the time of year that's all about death cross-culturally, you know? So what does that mean? Say more about what that is in the this time of Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio, exactly. I mean, this is a time of of shedding, right? And of, of looking at, well, one, honoring ancestors, of course, look at Day of the Dead, which is in the heart of Scorpio season, but really um, becoming, it's like cozying up with death, right? And just in Northern Hemisphere, we're watching maybe in some places, the Bay Area is, of course, the vortex and totally different but watching parts of nature die or appear to die, right? And uh, yeah, just honoring death as much as we honor life, right? Because this is like, this is what this time, literally right now, this moment um, is all about. And so I think it's great we're having this conversation. It's just, you know, really- So death is such a, in some ways, death is such a beautiful thing. I mean- in, in Aikido, martial art that I studied, they talked about energy. Energy can't be destroyed or created, but it can transform. It can become something new. So something can die and something new can be rebirthed. Oh, yeah. You shared this with me on a, a session, a call, oh, you know, a while back. And uh, it's really, really stuck with me because that conversation was really profound uh, for where I was at in that moment. And it's like we... I feel like in spiritual community, there's a lot of like talk about release and letting go and all of this, right? But it's like, uh, I think what you said in that conversation that struck me was that, you know, things don't necessarily die. They just change form, exactly. Uh, and then our perception of them changes, right? And that's what changes. And and yes, yeah, exactly. You know, and I think that honoring death is it a part of life and uh you know looking at it just it's just movement of energy right um i feel that a lot you know and i think that it helps release from fear a bit doesn't it right when that perspective um comes in and well, I you know when you just said it jenny this is when you just said it's part of life my whole body relaxed right yeah if we know that this is part of the gig like people like are surprised and not that we aren't going to have moments of like oh I'm, I'm going to miss and sad but it's part of the game yeah it's freeing isn't it just to like sit in the energy <laughs> my god I know yeah well it but it also makes me cherish the life that I have Oh, so because I know it's it's temporary. Exactly. I mean, um, yeah, absolutely. I think that this is definitely the past couple months been uh, on my mind, you know, because I feel uh, in some meditations, especially this. I mean, literally, I'll just cite an experience that I had a few days ago, and one of the last meditations in this um, this event that I took part, uh, part in is I could literally feel myself expand completely into the cosmos and then come back into my body and it was almost like I was oscillating between the two and I could feel like that fear of death of losing my body you know and 
it's just, it's like nothing else. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, these themes are just kind of running uh, strong right um, now. You know what? I just felt, Jenny, sure. and I'm betting. Can, can we look here? Yes. <laughs> I'm wondering if there wasn't a moment of deep gratitude and reverence for your body. Oh, yes. When you're and I'm wondering if we just hadn't looked there long enough, rather than being afraid, we're so used to looking at that. Yeah. Because yeah. when you said you were coming back in, I could feel you just, I could actually feel the ecstasy and the appreciation of it. Yeah, I mean, just the sheer um, power of being in this body. Um, what I witnessed in this moment that I, I mentioned more than ever before, and you know, avid meditator, but um, yeah, gratitude for my body. And then also just feeling like completely amazed, you know, because I think truly I'm coming back into my body more than ever before in my life, kind of peeling back all of these layers where I've been really existing in the realm of my mind and in my kind of stuck in my trauma in various different ways. And so just really feeling into the fullness and power of the body is just like, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so beautiful. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, I'm so curious right now because mm. <laughs> I can feel like going out into the field, mm. like going out and expanding is so fun. It is. It is. And then what's it like, like just to be able to go back and forth and play back and forth. Well, as I mentioned, it was quite terrifying, but <laughs> no, but exhilarating. Let's change that to exhilarating. Oh my God. Right. Because what I'm actually seeing is that, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm really having an esoteric experience with you. I can actually see then how we have the, we've been at some point, like if I'm the spirit, then I could go get into the body of an eagle. Well, this is the thing when we start to tap into consciousness, I mean, primordial consciousness, you know, the source of which we all come from, all possibility is there. And this is where creativity, creation comes in, right? And so that was like at the end of this um, sutra that I just read to you. It's like when we confront our edges and kind of meet them and expand into the, the space, um, it's all around us. Um, there's infinite potential there. And we can um, use that potential to create whatever it is we want to create uh, in this life, you know? And um, I'm just coming into this awareness. I'm literally sharing this. I feel like a newborn babe, you know, but every day, <laughs> essentially. Um, but this is kind of what I'm getting into these days. You know what I mean? It's really allowing myself to expand into the fullness of my being and not, yeah, and not be ruled by fear, but instead to embrace the fear, you know? And it's, um, yeah, it's healing and there's a lot of potential there, you know? Well, I've, I've seen you um, since I've met you. I feel like I've watched, um, I, I wanna find the words, so give me a second. Please, no rush. Mm -hmm. uh, it, 
it's like you're you've owned your creative spirit and she stepped out with bravado and like nothing's going to stop her and i've watched you make the most magnificent hats the most beautiful paintings earrings and just art left and right yeah and that to me is that's because it's like you have this capacity to go out and go, anything's possible. Oh, okay, now I'm going to make hats, these custom beautiful. And you, you, you got hats at first, and then you're like, no, screw that. I'm going to make the hat itself. Yeah. I'm going to become a hat maker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, um, I just am done limiting myself, you know? And I think that part of my life path is you know, also I look forward to encouraging. And I do this in my very small circle of sisters and women. It's like, we all have this capacity, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm just stepping, starting to step more into the fullness of my being and embrace my multidimensional qualities, you know, but um, yeah, I really think that there's just, uh, we can do anything we want you know, uh, but I will say there's a direct correlation to what we were just talking about in terms of diving to the depths of our being and allowing mm -hmm. ourselves to confront our pain, our anger, our grief. Um, I'm still doing this every single fucking day. Um, so <laughs> you too. Say, I am not, uh, I'm not beyond this. This is a lifelong thing, you know? Um, yeah, the profundity of my, you know, the brief times and or the sessions and our conversations and then preceding that, working with this phenomenal woman I mentioned before, Vanessa, she's she specializes in trans, she calls herself an anger and transformation coach. And this woman, her path is teaching women how to uh, embody their anger, their sacred rage, and to use it, right? And so this is the precursor to my work with you, which has kind of brought me to this place where I'm at now, which is, yeah, about exploring my infinite potential, stepping into my purpose and truth. Um, but the, it's it's all related, you know, my ability to step up every day and to meet my pain, my suffering um, is, that's what allows me and will continue to allow me to become more who I am, you know, and I just want to give permission in some way, whether it's like my classes or future meditation classes that I hope to lead in the future as I get more comfortable through the lens of I rest, but um, give people permission to feel into those places because I know it's benefit mm -hmm. and um, I witnessed that on a experiential visceral level, you know? So I do, I actually know that there's a, a pony in all the manure. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the Richard, it, it's through the pain and suffering as I get to know God and it's all one. Exactly. And I get to become responsible for my experience, but not act it out on other people. Exactly. The, pro the projective right so it's like that's um what really led me into my work around anger is that having some serious checkpoints in life around really projecting onto other people um in an abusive and violent way you know 
of course, is a direct result of my own experience and experiencing those things and being on the other side of it. But, you know, learning and eventually someday or one day, you know, okay, I've got to take responsibility for this. And, um, and not only that, how do I use this? You know, like I, that's a lot of energy. Like there's so much energy and power and anger, um, in grief and all of our darkest kind of emotions and corners. It's like, how Mm -hmm. do we harness this, you know, and, and, um, use it to our best ability to transmute and uh, yeah, to create. You know, what's so funny, Jenny, is what I'm really feeling with you right now in this conversation is um, a beauty in it all, Mm. a beauty in the rage, a beauty in the anger, a beauty in the grief that I've never felt before. Good. But but I think that that's what you're modeling. Yeah. Like this, like what I'm feeling for you right now is it's like sometimes when I hike and I see a decayed tree, I can see the beauty in it. Yeah. And what I'm hearing from you and feeling from you and what what you're offering part of your medicine is, is that you're saying to people, this too is beautiful. This too is as elegant is the happy, joyful part. Come partake. You don't need to be afraid of it. This is so exactly, and I just love your visual example. You just provided the decaying, you know, tree or or log. This is not only is it beautiful, it's essential for the regeneration of life and creation. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yes, just yes. You know, it's um, finding beauty in the darkness, walking in the darkness. You know, I just, I think this is a, it's a passion of mine, I guess you would say, you know. And- yeah, but that's what I'm, I'm actually, I, um, I mean, this is, it is a passion of yours. And that's that, like right now, what I'm seeing, like I see soul's journeys. Yeah. The reason why you had to have so, so much darkness is so that you could share it because it's really a passion of yours because you equally have as knowing you, you're, you equally have as much light, if if not more, because that's the fuel to the light. But you do, you don't, you're not afraid of it. You actually have a passion. The other was the misunderstanding about it. Like nobody told you, oh, by the way, do you know you're, you're a genius, you're a goddess in this place? Yeah, I mean, I think, I do believe that we... <clears throat> You know, in terms of karma and fate and destiny, there's like a lot to say there, theories and ideas, right? But I do believe that the experiences, especially the formative experiences that we have at younger ages and what we what we came into this life with, you know, it's not a coincidence. It's not, you know, by accident. Um, I think that my journey and some of the things that I've been through absolutely, you know, is meant to happen because, um, of my life, my life purpose, which is to, yeah, to embody the darkness, but in a way that's like, gives way to the light, you know? It's- it, it, I, I feel, um, I've never seen it so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> um, we are, I can't believe this, this is the fastest 30 minutes I've <laughs> ever had. Um, and I want people to find you because I, I want people to sit in your, your presence and be able to be with you because just by being with you, they'll start to get comfortable with it. So where, where can they, what's your website? How do they find you? 
Perfect. And, yes. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Um, yes, it's uh, my website is freshmoon slash wellness.com. And um, that's a way that you can, uh, yeah, I think my yoga schedule should be up there. It will be. If it's not, maybe I'll take a look after this call <laughs> just to make sure it's updated. Um, and my body work. And um, yeah, I also do astrology readings, tarot, um, and uh, soon to be custom hats right so I'm still um piecing together this hat project but uh yeah thank you so much for having me Anna and um so happy so so happy to just connect with you and this conversation again it felt like five minutes it was just like playing and oh. it was really nice to chat with you thank you so much and all this will be listed on the uh, on the link in under the podcast so thank you Jenny thank you okay I'm sending you so much love okay take care thank you Thank you.